What is up, my beautiful people? How are you guys? This is Ashley with Daily Encouragement. By the time you hear this episode, it is going to be January 20th. Time is flying by, you guys. I don't even, it's crazy. But, you know, either way, I think we have a lot to look forward to in terms of God showing himself to us. I was just praying and, you know, I was like, you know, Lord, what's on your heart? You know, what's on what's on the heart of, of the Lord, you know? And the things that keep popping in my mind is how much the church unconsciously uh, doesn't believe in the goodness of God anymore. You know, like we're always looking for God's wrath and his judgment and and these things. And and there's a place for that. But, you know, I'm going to be doing a video, you guys. And by the time you hear this, it's, it's already going to be passed. But uh, it's, it'll be... It looks like uh, it will be January 2nd. So if you guys go to my YouTube channel, Daily Encouragement with Ashley Campbell, I think it's just called Daily Encouragement on YouTube. But anyway, uh, I just want to ask you guys a question. You know, how did God draw you to repentance? And, uh, you know, there's some other things I want to chat with you guys about on that video, but I'm not going to get into that. I want to continue this conversation, you guys, about, you know, the wilderness and entering into our promised land. I don't think it was God's. I know it. We know for a fact it wasn't God's intention for the Israelites to be in the desert for as long as they were. Right. But we can get in our own way. And, uh, you know, just the journey. And last week I talked with you guys about, you know, who do you need to be delivered from? Not so much who, right? Well, I mean, I guess in that, in those terms, Pharaoh was a person. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, this might be another podcast within itself, but you know, we've talked about judgment before and judgment is conclusions that we make. And sometimes we can live underneath the words of another person, a judgment, right? So we can live underneath someone we can ask. We need to sometimes ask ourselves, who do we need to be delivered from? Right. Whose judgments, whose words are we living under that are suppressing us? Right. And sometimes, you know, the way we interpret God's word can suppress us. And then the enemy, you know, he comes in with God's word too, and he uses it to manipulate us. But anyway, I don't want to go too far down that rabbit hole. You guys know me. I can get a little distracted at times. But uh, so last week, you know, just asking the question, you know, are you guys crying out to God for wherever you need deliverance in your life right now? You know, it's looking at the different seven areas of your life. Where do you need deliverance? Where do you need God to, uh, you know, help you? Right. And so I noticed in this process, though, that when you're crying out to God, there's going to be other things that are going to try to get in the way of you actually believing God that he heard you and he's going to deliver you. Okay. Cause the Israelites went through that too, you know? So it says that, uh, you know, so you go back to Exodus three and you know, the Lord says to Moses, he goes, I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I've heard them crying out because of their slave drivers and I'm concerned about their suffering. So I came down to rescue them from the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land into a good and spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey, right? So then you go over here to uh, chapter four and it says in the last verse, it says, uh, well, not the last verse, verse 29 of, of Exodus four. It says, Moses and Aaron brought together all the elders of the Israelites and Aaron told them everything the Lord had said to Moses. He also performed the signs before the people and they believed. And when they heard that the Lord was concerned about them, 
and had seen their misery, they bowed down and worshiped, right? So have you guys ever been in those times in your life where you're crying out to God um, and then, you know, you get a revelation, you have a conversation, you read, you read his word, uh, you know, you talk to another brother or sister in Christ, whatever. Okay. And you just got to get that sense that, you know what? The Lord heard me and you worship him and, and you just got that joy and that peace. And you're like, wow, you know what? Thank you, Lord. Like you're looking forward to God delivering you. You're looking forward to his goodness being poured out in your life. Right. And then all of a sudden things happen. So check this out. Excuse me, you guys. I thought I was going to sneeze. Maybe not. Dang it. Don't you guys hate that? Oh, man. Anyway, so right after that happened, right? Right after Moses and Aaron brought together all the Israelites. And then they bowed down and worshipped because they they realized that the Lord had heard them, seen their misery, and he's going to deliver them. Now you go over to here, chapter 5, bricks without straw, right? So now Pharaoh's coming down on them, okay? And and, and I, I was paying attention to some of the things that he was saying to them, okay? Because again, as I mentioned before, sometimes you can entertain the words of of the wrong person and you can leave yourself feeling so discouraged. And that is exactly what we're talking about today, you guys. Um, We're going to be talking about, you know, are you discouraged? And, And how the discouragement process kind of works, right? So check this out. They know they're going to, they bow down, they worship the Lord, you know. They're just like in awe of God. And then all of a sudden, here comes Pharaoh, right? And he was like, you know, he started making accusations, you know, because let me back up a little bit. Let's read the beginning of five. It says, afterward, Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh and said, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says. Let my people go so that they may hold a festival to me in the wilderness. Okay. So Moses approaches Pharaoh, says, hey, let him go so they can go ahead and hold a festival. Okay. But then... You know, Pharaoh starts making these crazy accusations. So go over here to verse uh, 7. He goes, You are no longer to supply the people with straw for making bricks. Let them go and gather their own straw. But require them to make the same number of bricks as before. Don't reduce the quota. They are lazy. That is why they are crying out, Let us go and sacrifice to our God. Make the word harder. Make the work harder for the people so they keep working and pay no attention to lies. Isn't that interesting how the enemy works? They have this hope inside of them that God's going to deliver them. And all of a sudden, the same God, right? Pharaoh considered himself to be a God, you guys. Don't forget that. Egypt had tons of gods. Now all of a sudden, this other guy is is accusing them, saying, oh, you're just lazy. What did he mean by that? There's a semicolon after that. He goes, you just want to go out and sacrifice to your God. Make them work harder so they don't pay attention to the fact that, hey, we might get free and we might be able to go make sacrifices to our Lord out of, you know, gratefulness of heart that God's going to deliver us. But it's funny how Pharaoh called what Moses and Aaron had said to them through the Lord lies. That's exactly what the enemy does. He, he basically calls God a liar. And the way he's so crafty about it because he uses what we can see to kind of take that lie and hammer it in a little bit, you know, makes the accusation and then uses the circumstances to verify the accusation, uses what we can see, right? Oh yeah, it doesn't really look like we're getting free. How many, I mean, look, look, look at the process they went through, right? It didn't just happen. Boom. It took some time. 
you know, because God, there was other things that were going on on the sidelines too, and I'm not going to get into that either, but I'll probably do another podcast on that. You know, we'll see. So you go over here to uh, verse six, and the Lord's talking to Moses again. He goes, I have heard the groaning of the Israelites, whom the Egyptians are enslaving, and I have remembered my covenant. Therefore, say to the Israelites, I am the Lord, and I will bring you out from under the yoke of the Egyptians. I will free you from being slaves to them, and I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with the mighty acts of judgment. I will take you as my own people, and I will be your God. Then you will know that I am the Lord your God, who brought you out from under the yoke of the Egyptians, and I will bring you to the land I swore with uplifted hand to give to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. I will give it to you as possession. I am the Lord. And then verse 9 of chapter 6 in Exodus, it says, Moses reported this to the Israelites, but they did not listen to him because of their discouragement and harsh labor. The discouragement and harsh labor that was given to them through Pharaoh was enough for them to eventually, you know, they had the words from Moses, from the Lord. They heard it. They were worshiping God. And all of a sudden, here comes Pharaoh accusing them, calling them lazy. Oh, that's why you want to go sacrifice. You know what? Let's make your life a little more miserable so you won't continue to believe these things that you're hearing, right? So I just want to ask you guys that. Are you discouraged? And if you are, right, you know, ask the Lord to help you see, you know, or realize whose words are you entertaining? Are you entertaining the accusations and the lies because maybe it looks like a certain way kind of from what you can see from your perspective, from your circumstances? Or are you really, you know, remembering that the Lord keeps his promises and if he gave you a promise, if he gave you a word of encouragement, if you've cried out to God and you poured your heart out and you and and he came back and he get like I said, he gave you a word, he gave you a revelation. That's how the Lord speaks, you guys. That's that's what I've come to understand. That if I'm pouring my heart out to the Lord, talking about a problem or or whatever, we could just I could just be having a conversation with the Lord, just asking him questions, you know, like, hey Lord, what's going on? Or what do you think about this? Or whatever. You know, those 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 aha moments, those revelations, those, huh, I never thought about that. That peace, and then that peace that comes right after that, you know, that's the Lord speaking to us. We've got to get really good at hearing the voice of the Lord in our life because there are so many voices outside of us. And we know that the Lord will talk to us in the context of our life because that's what Jesus did when he was here. And that can get me fired up on a whole nother thing, you guys. I was watching something on a uh, a fellow YouTuber's channel. I think it's Polite Leader. I don't know if you guys have ever watched any of his videos. But, uh, you know, he's uh, he's got a lot of knowledge about the Bible. He's very, you know, he's very smart. Sometimes I get a little intimidated watching some of his videos because I'm like, dude, I don't even have half the knowledge he has about these things. And, uh, but you know, he'll, he'll, uh, talk about certain people and, you know, false prophets or whatever. I kind of razz him a little bit here and there, but anyway, uh, there was this video, um, I can't remember. They were kind of debating, uh, you know, does God still speak, right? Um, does he speak to us? You know, does God just speak to us through the Bible? Does he? Does he uh, talk to us in our life? And, you know, um, it, it got me thinking, you know, do people really, do people out there really believe that God doesn't speak to us anymore? That, you know, um, 
that he doesn't give us life or, or revelation or insight or perspective like do we think that god is sort of dead in that way does that make sense like okay he speaks through the bible but he doesn't bring it to life for us you know and uh i wonder if that's why people get so discouraged in the relationship with the lord because you know they they maybe they have surrounded themselves uh with people and thoughts that you know well god only speaks through the bible he doesn't really speak to us you know he doesn't have an audible voice and that's the other thing too you know um in my relationship with the lord uh it's always been a new thought but it, it's it's my voice it's you know what i'm saying it's like oh okay it's my voice but it's not a thought that i've ever had you know it, it's not it's not my understanding it's not my insight if it was i wouldn't be asking the lord you know what i'm saying we're, we're not born all knowing with all this you know ultimate intelligence we have the capacity because we're made in the image of god but if you knew how to solve every single problem in your life if you knew how to think rightly about everything if you knew how to make progress if you knew how to grow if you knew how to advance yourself because we're supposed to make progress then you would be doing that naturally right but we don't there's times where you know condemnation gets in the way shame judgment um lack of resources right maybe you don't have confidence in yourself uh whatever those are always going to be things we have to contend with on this earth but the beauty now we have christ we have the holy spirit everything he has is ours cattle on a thousand hills we can fully grow and do everything that the lord would want us to do in this life because of what he did for us and i i believe that he's the kind of god that's going to talk to us in the context of our daily life you know if you're having a problem i believe you can ask him and talk to him i believe he'll give you a solution if you read his word and you have questions and you want to expound upon it if you don't understand something i think he'll give you insight to it because i that's my experience you know but uh anyway i kind of got off on a little tangent you guys but you know we have to really learn how to hear his voice and and, and be vulnerable that way and asking the lord you know help us help me lord to hear your voice and one way to do that is by reading god's word how did god interact with people you know what are what are uh you know how what does he say what is his character you know and and once you kind of get established you know you read the bible you you study how the lord worked in other people's lives um you know you read through psalms how did he interact with david and and you know that kind of thing right and then you know you look at how jesus was when he was here god you know god man in the flesh how did how did jesus interact with people how did he talk to people what you know uh what what was he always saying right he was he's like look i didn't come to condemn the world but to save the world through me we know god has a heart to redeem and to save and salvation that's always been his heart ever since the beginning of time go all the way back to the garden right he didn't leave adam to die in the bushes in the shame he's like hey adam where'd you go so you know you, you're conscious of your sin because sin separates you from god right you know when you're separated from the lord you know when you're separated from love and you and you feel the effects of that you feel the fear the judgment the shame the the condemnation all that kind of stuff but there comes a time in your life where love is supposed to override all of that you receive the love of god you receive the mercy you receive the grace you receive all those good things from him and you know we talked about this i think i talked about this on a youtube video but through the process of you receiving from god he creates in you a whole new man whole new person whole new desires whole new everything and you begin to uh you know operate from that that perspective of wow god is a good god he's a saving god he's a redeeming god and and you will be on that process doesn't mean you still don't ask the lord for instruction i was listening to a podcast today i did you know and i was just basically talking about how joshua was going into the promised land and these you know people came and and they were literally planning to deceive him 
and they made an oath with these people, but they didn't inquire of the Lord. So no matter, you know, God's favor can be on you. You can think me going well with you, but you still have the responsibility to inquire of God and ask him questions. You know, the Lord would even ask us questions. Lord, what do you, you know, he would say, what do you want me to do for you? You know, that's the kind of God he is. Those are the kind of people that are going to be in heaven are the ones who know him and they let him know them, right? We know the Lord, he knows us, right? We live by the same words. We're in unity. You know, the, the, the Jesus lived by his father's words. We live by the words of the fa father that came through Christ. You know, that's why we know Christ. And that's, and that's, you know, Jesus talked about that with his disciples. Um, I think it was in John or something, but he was like, Hey, you know, you, you believed the words that I gave to you from my father, you know, and, and that's what we've done. So anyway, you guys, this is so vital that you are so acquainted with the goodness of God so you can hold on to the things that he wants to do. God wants you to make progress. He wants you to grow. He wants you to bear fruit. He wants you to have an abundant life. He wants you to walk in your authority and your purpose. Okay. Because that's just what he made us to do. But we know we live in the world and there's evil and we have an enemy and he's going to come at times through other people and he's going to, you know, uh, accuse us just like he did with the Israelites. Oh, you're lazy. You just want to do that because of this, right? All of a sudden, you know, they question your motives and all this kind of stuff. And then they use circumstances, to try to validate their accusations. And then if you are already been, uh, sort of, um, in, in the season of trials and testings and stuff, it, you're very vulnerable and it's really easy just to grab onto that stuff. So anyway, you guys, you know, are you discouraged? If you are ask the Lord, Whose voice are you listening to? Okay. Are you listening to the accusations of the enemy? Is he, uh, you know, painting up the circumstances a certain way in your mind to where now all of a sudden you're discouraged. You're not listening to the words of the Lord anymore. You're not listening to his promises and the goodness he has for you. Maybe you don't even believe he's got any good things for you anymore. Okay. If you don't believe in God's goodness anymore, then there's been a lie that was inserted and you got to ask the Lord to help help you become vulnerable again before him in that way and to heal you and to help you receive, you know, receive the goodness that he has so you can produce the goodness that he wants to do through you. So anyway, you guys, that is all I have for you today. I just want to talk to you guys about that process. Um, God will give you a word. He'll, he'll he, you know, you cry out to him. He'll give you a revelation. He'll give you some encouragement. He'll give you some peace. You're going to be in worship mode. You're going to be looking forward to being delivered. Right. Uh, you know, and then all of a sudden the enemy is going to come. He's going to give you accusations. He's going to paint your circumstances to try to prove his accusations. And if you, you know, um, are not careful, you can go ahead and, and let entertain it and be discouraged. And you guys, I've done that before. Um, I don't know any other Christian out there who hasn't. Um, it's very normal, but I think through time, as we start to kind of recognize this pattern, You'll get better about, you know, sniffing out the enemy and sniffing out when he's coming for you in that way, you know, attacking your mind and, and you'll be a little bit quicker to remember, oh, you know, and that's the other thing we got to remember. Did you put your armor on today? <laughs> Did you put your helmet on? You know, the hope of salvation. Do you got God's word in your hand His promises, you know, as a sword, you know, are you cutting down the arguments? You know, God has given us uh, protection. Okay. We've got the Holy spirit in us. We've got the all knowing God living inside of this limited person right? That's amazing. And that's the most beautiful thing ever. You have ultimate peace living in you. You don't need to know everything because you got God in you. It's amazing. You guys. So that is it for today. You guys, if you're discouraged, go back to the words you've been heeding, um, you know, and, uh, 
you know, ask the Lord to just make you vulnerable to receive all the good things he has. Cry out again if you have to. Sometimes you got to go back to step one. So anyway, my friends, I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of the week. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to eventually talking to you guys about some things that I want to do in the future. Um, things that I want to eventually create for you guys out there. Um, you know, to really start making some progress in your own life. You know, I don't know where you guys are at in your life or what you need help with. I'm just kind of sharing my journey. I just, I just want the body of Christ to know their identity, you know, to, to know that, have that stability from within so they can, you know, live out whatever they want to do. And, uh, so, you know, if this, if this podcast has helped you guys, please let me know, leave a review, give me some feedback. That'd be really awesome. Uh, find me on YouTube, you guys, and, uh, Instagram, and uh yeah let's connect you guys uh you know especially over at youtube when i do the videos if you guys could you know leave some comments and just let me know that you guys are out there that'd be awesome so anyway i hope you have a wonderful rest of the day i will see you guys next week